Dear human, dear soul, I welcome you to my podcast series, Messages from Beyond. Since a near-death experience, I have had the gift of communicating with the subtle levels of the cosmos, in a form of deep meditation in which I ask certain beings from the other world to communicate with me. As one of the first contacts to the afterlife, my old friend and teacher, friend of the Indians, showed himself to me. And it is now a great pleasure for me to introduce you to the conversations here as a supplement to the books. Please excuse me if the terms and our articulations are not perfect. Our mother tongue is German, but we try to translate it to the best of our ability. Thank you for understanding. Dear friend of the Indians, please start telling us about the soul's desire. You are taking the first steps into a new experience of mankind. This knowledge that we put down here is meant to help to strengthen a bridge for mankind to walk onto the new path. I do this with both great worry and hope. Dear friend of the Indians, I understand that very well. And that is why I'm very happy to be allowed to be the instrument of this intention. From a cosmic point of view, you were given a wonderful task. I'm really happy for every moment that I'm able to ride through you. It is as if I'm coming alive through your gift. I know what you mean. You can work here again without physically having to come back to Earth, right? That is correct. Okay, dear friend of the Indians. Then let us begin. We have arrived at the subject of the soul's desire. I'm very excited about the things you will be able to tell me about this. The desire of the souls is an energy that accompanies them is this energy a part of them, like a character trait of the soul? You could say so. But souls have no character traits, they have memories. But what exactly is the desire? What does it want? Where does it come from? This desire propels the souls ever onward. It is the energy behind the energies, if you will. The life force of the souls emerges at the source, but the movement away from the source and into the many forms is the soul's desire to come alive, to go into different forms and to have many different experiences in these forms. This possibility is the permission of the cosmos to create perceptions through many different forms. And why do you call this the soul's desire? The wise brotherhood once told me that it is curiosity that drives the souls. Both terms are correct. I like to call it the soul's desire because this sounds more joyful to me. Because it is more energetic. Curiosity drives you when you are propelled by your thoughts. Desire is something that propels you entire form. Hmm. I can understand that. But of course it must still be difficult to make such a fine distinction when you are basically without a body. 
And when you haven't got a body, being a soul, how are you supposed to have physical sensation? That is true. But it still is a more powerful impulse than just being curious. That is all. I like using the term soul's desire. For you all know the desire of your bodies to enjoy different things and the soul feels exactly the same type of energy while it is making special experiences during its many lives. I understand. So it is a desire to enjoy life, to live in joy. It is an energy that says yes. I have the desire to feel the most diverse ways possible and I want to have many, many different experiences in this energy because I will be given different tools of perception every time. That is exactly what I mean. Great. Is there something that the people should be aware of with regard to the soul's desire? That they should never lose it as long as they are alive. The desire and the joy to dwell back into life when they have been claimed by everyday distractions. But it is your soul's desire and your joy of life that brought you here. These forces will drive you ever onwards. And when you recognize their potential, you can do much in your life and develop them further. Are there souls that completely lose their desire because they have been losing more and more of their energy during their many lives in different forms? This is a very important question. Because it is actually possible to gradually lose this energy through contamination of your soul's energy. If you become contaminated, You are always in danger that through this contamination you will weaken your basic impulse to expand and to grow. And then it will become very difficult to find powerful impulses again. These souls are then in a state of being that makes it difficult for them to gain experience. They are as in a state of sleep that doesn't allow movement. Therefore, As I have said several times before, it is important that you purify yourselves, taking care not to contaminate again. Then your soul and your joy of life will gain momentum again and as it will the general desire to be alive. And they will stay with you and they will grow with you and grow and grow. What is this like for you? For you, who no longer returns into physical life, but works from a different level, do you no longer have any desire for life? Or how am I to understand this? That is another important question, Sylvia. I thank you for this. Those entities that have already collected much experience and whose energy potential is so high that they are strong enough to remain on the higher spiritual levels, stay in these forms because they now experience the joy of being in the non-physical existence. They no longer need the body and its tools and senses in order to gain experience. 
They move freely and powerfully in the cosmos. You need a lot of training, as you would say, in order to be able to move on these highly ele elevated levels. But we still are in our power, and even more so that if we were in the bodies of the beings on the planet, we can feel the joy of life. We, however, live the joy of being. It is ultimately the same thing, but we seek experience in different forms and when a soul's energy level is high enough to choose freely whether to move on with or without a body, many will choose the experience without a body, because it is freer. The choice the experience to live in a body always comes with many risks. On the one hand, there is the possibility to send powerful impulses into the cosmos. But on the other hand, there is always the possibility of contamination. This risk, as you know, can have many consequences. Therefore, many luminous energies decide not to incarnate into bodies any longer in order to avoid this risk. Now, dear friend of the Indians, there are, however, some luminous entities who do incarnate and face the risk in order to help. I did understand this correctly, didn't I? That is correct. And whoever does this is strongly protected by the cosmos. If you wish to work as a servant of the cosmos, you will be eternally and infinitely protected. Wow, that is nice. Are there very many energies or souls that, for instance, want to come to Earth in order to help? There are no longer very many who will risk the danger of contamination. Hmm. The general contamination of mankind is getting stronger and stronger with every moment that it continues to live in unawareness. The form of humankind on earth in this your own time will keep on creating more and more contamination unless you start to act now. Otherwise, there will be fewer and fewer luminous entities who will and can take on these forms because it will be less and less possible to give them cosmic protection that will be able to penetrate this feeble layer of low energy. I see. Let us get back to the soul's desire. Are there also energies with too much desire? No. The impulse originated from the source and the source is always there, changeless and constant. There are no differences in the force of the energy behind the energy. It works eternally like the sun, which also shines the same way eternally. So what you mean is this. It is not the sun that shines more or less strongly on a given day, but it is the clouds that make it seem stronger or weaker. That is roughly what I mean. The intrinsic power remains the same. Yes, of course. Are there any other things that we should keep in mind? The souls are propelled by their energy. 
If you are enjoying life, you are also connected with the power of your soul that wants to live. This means that all that you do enjoy and love will boost the power of your soul and promote the joy of being. Life wants to blossom. Life wants to grow. The form wants to expand. The soul wants to move. If you live in connection with this joy and this energy inside you, then you will be joyful and you will expand. Am I right that these are your closing words on this subject? Yes, Sylvia, they are. Well then, thank you very, very much. Love. Thank you, dear.